What to do, KTTV? This is KT, and I'm coming at you live with another episode of the Underground Kings podcast. And on today's episode, we have the owner of 953 Jams, the veteran OG in the radio game, the legendary DJ Pop Peter Allen. How you doing today? Man, what a what to do, KTTV, aka KT. Look, look, man. I'm just trying to make it out here. Uh, I just want to say thank you, man, for taking some time out of the grind. I know you was out at the exclusive tonight, uh, but you still, hey, made some time to show up, man. So I appreciate it, man. Yeah, man. Just want to send a quick, you know, quick shout out, man. I was, I was uh, out at uh, Marshall Thompson, you know, of, of the legendary iconic group, the Shy Lights. He was here in town celebrating his birthday, so you know, it's private invite only. So. You know, when the OG like that calls, you, you, you start gotta go you and you go out there. You gotta get out there, man. So you know, I was enjoying myself, but I'm like, look, hey, you know, pops, I had a great time. I appreciate you, man. But I got to roll through, you know, and do KTTV. He's like, man, tell. Hey. So he was like, man, look, tell KTTV. I said, hey, what's up? Hey, man. Well, look, look, man. Well, that's a original member of the Shalight, man. I shout out to that brother, man. So he, you know, he, he, you know, he's getting ready to, you know, he's getting ready to leave uh, Houston to do uh, the Shylights are getting ready to receive their uh, Hollywood Walk of Fame. Come on, man! So you know, that's that's a blessing, man. You know, 70, 70 plus years or sixty plus years in the industry. Ooh, it's a Boy, that's real. Man. Yes, so sir. to be around the OG like that. Come on, man! man. I'm just, you know, I'm just a peon. Trying to receive, you know, trying to receive a, a small little notch of blessings. Man, that's all we could do, man. You know. So now, um, <clears throat> I guess the question is, how have you been doing during this pandemic, brother, and just staying safe out here? Man, you know what? During this pandemic, man, I'm, I'm gonna tell you the first round, you know, when it first hit, I was skeptical about taking the shot. Yeah. You know, this was, you know, when Trump was still in office, you know, I was more in, in, in the concept of, you know, my mind frame was like, okay, well, when God said it's time to go, yeah, you're going to go with the shot or without the shot. When your time is up, your time is up. You know, that was my mind thought, you know, my mind process. Someone is, you know, when a second round hit, ooh, I was like, ooh, man, this is getting kind of, this is getting more scarier. So I was like, man, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and do the shot. Yeah, it ain't gonna hurt me. You know, a lot of people are thinking, okay, well, you know what? I'm scared to take a shot for whatever reason, you know, for whatever excuses or whatever reason they have. But I'm like, okay, well, you got to take a shot regardless. If you work in the healthcare industry, you want to take a shot. If you get whatever type of shot you want to get, you gonna have to get a shot. Gonna have to, man. So let it be what it is. Like, you know, you got to look at the shot like you're in Las Vegas. You you know, you about to roll the dice, 7-Eleven. Hey. I'm like, you know what? Either I'm going to take a shot or it's going to kill me. Or if I don't take the shot, either way it goes, I'm either out way. of here. We all, we all have our own day when we're going to expire. Well, look, we all right have our that, expiration day. But I'm like, you know what? If you got kids... The shot is just going to give you a couple more days. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and get the shot, man. I ain't going to lie. When I got the shot, you know, it's like my arm for a couple of days. But uh -huh. I'm still doing my thing. I'm still living. It ain't affect me either way. 
Hey, I can dig you on that, brother. I can dig you. I just, uh, you know, speaking of me, I just came from the booster yesterday. Uh, okay. Getting that one. So just trying to make sure I stay uh, abreast because uh, in that schoolhouse, man, you look, you got to get how you live. You know? Yeah, so you coming from that, you know, an education standpoint, y'all yep. got to take the shot. No, no, we don't. No, we, it looks oh, yeah, highly incredible. Uh, no, not only the medical right now. I know a few places they mandating, but. With us, man, we just we just hoping you're gonna go ahead and do it. But it ain't but you know what's crazy. But you know what's crazy though is 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 is, is in Texas, the governor is is lifting that mandate on masks. Yeah. But all of a sudden he got it. Yeah. Like, okay. It kind of make you think. <laughs> Trump got it, the president got it, not a governor to tell you 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 know don't do it. All of a sudden got it. Look, man. Things that make you go, hmm. Hey, look, look. I'm still trying to understand myself, man. <laughs> uh, because uh, it's just been a lot going on with things. Uh, really feeling uncomfortable as I feel like it's so much political. You know, so, right. so much on that. Uh, you know, like I said, if you wear a mask, you, you're down with the Democrats. If you don't, you're down with the Republicans. How about I just want to stay safe, fam? That's what it's all about. You just want to stay safe. That's it, man. That's it. So, man, so, I guess give, before, man, we didn't jump into a lot, man. And you didn't even told us a little bit of how you get these exclusives with what you went through tonight. But for the people that don't know, can you just take us back a little bit? Give us some of that background on who you are and what have you been doing in this music game, man? Well, I mean, for those that don't know, I'm the legendary DJ Pie Piper. You know, I got to to be legend, you know, and I tell people, you know, and, and I preach this all day, to be legend, it's like go from a sergeant to a general. Come on now. You got to get promoted, but you got to get promoted. You, you have to get promoted by the OGs. Yeah. You can't go from sergeant and, and go around claiming you're general when the generals ain't giving you the stripes. Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, so... You know, I recently celebrated, you know, last year in November, I recently celebrated my 23 years in the game. You know, so the OGs like DJ Jazz, you know, the legendary DJ Jazzy Red and the legendary Jammer Jimmy Olsen, you know, the legendary DJ Steve Nice, you know, they gave me my stripes. It was like, you know what, man, you a legend just like us. Man, pop your collar. I was like, man, look, I can't pop my collar. Y'all pop my collar for me. Yeah, you know, I, I'm just a rookie trying to be an OG. So if y'all are OGs, y'all pop my call. Yeah, you know, it, it 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 has more significance to the OGs to pop your collar. So they're sure. like, man, look, we started you, we repped you, we mold you, and it is what it is. You know, so recently in November, back in November, you know, I celebrated 23 years in the game. So. Uh -huh. You know, I, I'm just blessed, man, to you know to see the OGs like DJ Jazzy Red and Legendary. You know, and I'm not I can't say just DJ XYZ. Yeah. You know, I gotta say the legendary DJ Jazzy Red, the legendary Gemma GB Osa, which founded 97 on the box. Yeah. You know, those are OGs that, that mentored me. We talking about OGs in the game, man. You know, so those those are the two brothers that mentored me. In the radio industry and got me to where I am today, 23 years mm -hmm. later. Yeah. You know, so come on, bro. Shout and out so, to my big brothers. And so then with with people like that, man, just putting you in the game. Uh 
you think about the work that you was doing. So before the nine five three jams, where were you currently? Uh oh, can you hear? Me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Oh yeah, yeah. I say so. Before that, how was the early career? I mean, the early career, man. Before I got started in the game, before I got even got into radio, man. You know, back in the day, I knew I wanted to be a rapper. Yeah, I wanted to be a singer, but I was like, yeah. you know what? I can't rap and I can't sing, but let me let me find something within this industry that I could be creative to. Yeah. So you know, I can't play dominoes and I can't play stage and I can't play none of that. But I was I was always a brother with the boombox. Okay. You know, I was that brother. You know, when we, you know, we be playing spades, we playing dominoes, or we walking through the hallway. I was a brother with you know with the music. So everybody wanted my my mixed tapes, my mixed CDs, whatever you want to call it, man. Everybody wanted my music. You know, I was the type of brother, man, back in the day before I got in the radio. I was always the type of brother, man, that would come home, do my homework. Yeah. You know, let's say if I finish my homework at five o'clock in the evening. You know, from five o'clock in the evening to eleven o'clock at night, I'm listening to the radio station. I'm studying the radio industry. Come on now. You know, I, I, I'm studying. You know, I would create my own mixtapes. I, you know, back when we had this cassette tapes, when we had a dual tapes. Come on, man. And I would go in, record one one set of what the DJ is recording, and go back and do mine, and just you know flip it, and you know sell my. You know, that's how I would make my lunch money. Yeah. <laughs> that's ah, how I would make my lunch ah, money. Come that's on, how man. I did it. And that's how it all started right there, though. That's how it all started back in middle school and high school. You know, they would try to, you know, be in a couple of homies. You know, we'd be on the phone. I bet you can't say that your girl better than me. Like, I bet you I can. We'll put your girlfriend on three-way, and I'll put my girlfriend on three-way. We're going to see who battle who. And, you know, I would win. You can't, you can't hold me down. I was the number one slow jam person. In all of my middle school and high school career, I was a slow damn kid. Come on, bro. And so then, fast forward, 953 Jam. So you fast forward, 953 Jam. Yeah. It all started back in 97 out of the box. Okay. You know, I met my big homie, the legendary DJ Jazzy Red. I want, you know, I was sitting, you know, this, this happened in 2005, and I'm not gonna lie. This happened in 2005. I was working security for Memorial Hermann Hospital. Mm. I was just sitting at the desk, man. I was like, man, there's got to be something more to my life than just this. You know, and God put it in my head. You know, shout out to God, the number one, you know, our father, our creator, you know, shout out to, you know, to the real OG. You know, he put it in my head. I was like, man, look, Google radio broadcast. I Googled radio broadcast, popped up, you know, the school came up, you know, it is what it is. And I was like, okay, well, you intern at 97 out of the box under the OG Jazzy Red. Okay. Like, okay, well, I grew up jamming Jazzy Red. You know, I remember driving through the security line at the hospital jamming Jazzy Red. Mm -hmm. So I remember the very first time when I went up to 97 out of the box to meet Jazzy Red, I sat next to the fallen, the late great, Biz Marquis. This was my very first day at 97 on the box. I was getting ready. I was getting ready to meet Jazzy Red. Biz Marquis is sitting there. I'm like, he's wearing he's wearing a George Jefferson T-shirt. Come on, man. With you know, with you know, with with the warm-ups, I'm like, 
this is Liz Marquis. I'm tripping in the back of my mind. I'm like, yes, I'm holding it cool because I'm not jocking anybody. Yeah. But I'm like, this Biz Marquis, I'm about to, I'm I'm sitting next to Biz Marquis, and I'm about to go meet the homie, the legendary DJ Jazz the Red. So, you know, Jazz the Red took me on this wing, you know, I interned in 97 out of the box, you know, back when, you know, the crazy cracker nuts, you know, held that seven to 10 slide. And you know, Carmen Contreras, you yeah, know, that's throwback, man. You know, taking the back shot to my big sis, you know, the Latina girl, Carmen Contreras, she was there, and, yeah, you know, and, and those OGs were there. So, you know, I interned there, you know, I wasn't on it, I was not on air personality, I was just an intern, you know. So, I soaked up a lot of energy that they gave me. So, you know, after a while. You know, Jazzy Red switched over to Magic 102.5 at Beaumont. So, you know, my credits went over there to Magic 102, you know, 102.5 at Beaumont. So that's where I went, you know, learned a lot, you know, became, you know, part of the street team on Magic 102.5 at Beaumont. You know, just learned the tricks to the trade and, you know, soaked up a lot of energy. And, you know, that's when, you know, around the time the internet radio stations started coming out. So the first internet radio station that I worked at was uh, Power 93, uh, not Power 93.4, some 93.4. And they just giving you the game. So, you know, I learned the tricks of the trade. Yeah. So I was like, well, you know, I'm still interning. I was like, Jazzy, you know, Jazzy was my mentor. So, I, you know, I would always, you know, refer to Jazzy. What can I do, you know, woo, you know, to become a better personality? So, you know, uh, you know, at that station, I became music director. Uh. <clears throat> so my very first radio station, internet radio, it was what it was, but I came music director. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, cool. You know, if I'm music director and the way the station was formatted was you had different multiple radio shows in different cities, states, and countries. So I'm like, okay, well, if I'm the only one or if I'm one of the only ones in Houston, then I'm going to reach out to the indie artists and do what I do and try to make grow to make my show grow. And I became the number one show in all of the station. Come on now. So when I became the number one show at the station, I just kind of learned, you know, through my homies. And that's how I met the legendary Jam and Jimmy Olsen. You know, Jimmy taught me the business side. Jazzy Red taught me the music side, you know, the personality side. You know, when I got with Jimmy, and Jimmy taught me the business side, I was like, okay, well, this is how you need to flip it, mm. and then vice versa. So it's like, okay, well, that's how you do it. This is how you do it. Okay, cool. So, you know, we was under a different radio station, you know, uh, another station here in Houston, which is not defunct, uh, Fly 92.5, which, you know, you know, they offered me to be co-owner. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, cool. You know, you offer me call, I'm, I'm gonna take it all day. You know, the radio station is long and no longer in existence, but you know, I learned from what I learned from 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 them. Oh, yeah, party 93.4. That's that was a radio station, party 93.4. So I learned from them, took it over to Fly 92.5, became part owner, and it was what it was. But I'm like, okay, well, I've learned so much. Now it's time for me to spread my wings and do what I do. Mm. You know, you know, 97 down the box wasn't hiring, and you know, all these other FM stations weren't hiring. So I was like, well, there has to be another medium. 
So, you know, within that, you know, fast forward to 2014 is when the station, you know, 95.3 Jams was developed. Yeah. And then in 2015, we officially launched. Come on, man. So we, we've officially been, 95.3 Jams been in existence for six years. Dude, I, I felt like, and I don't know if I ever asked you, man, but I felt in my heart like you had that Jay-Z story, man. It was like, nobody was going to sign you, man. You're going to do it yourself, man. And made a jump from there, man. I mean, you can't, man. I mean, because the FM station won't hire Come on, man. Because if you got a dude that's been in the game for 20 plus years, he ain't going nowhere. So you got to take his spot. I mean, the radio game, the flip today to where Young Jazz have to get a slot. But okay, well, Young Jazz got a slot thanks to Kiati because Kiati left. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So Kiati been in the radio industries since 2001. So if he been in the game for 2001, chances are he ain't going nowhere. Yeah. Until he decides he's going nowhere, until he decides he's going somewhere else, or unless they, they get rid of him. Mm. Okay. But the radio industry, when you get in the radio industry, is 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 a less turnover. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's yeah, what that thing is. And I don't yeah. knock and I don't knock FM. I don't knock 97 in the box. And I don't knock Magic 102. I don't knock any FM station. Mm-hmm. They do what they do when I gotta give a big salute to my girl Keisha Nicole of 97 on the box. She is holding you know in history. If we do history on radio, Keisha Nicole is the first ever personality that's holding on two slots. She does the morning show and she does the mid-drive. She Come does on, the mid-day. She in is the, the only person in yeah. radio history that is holding two slots. And she's still in the game. And she's still killing it. But now that's this, what I'm saying. Now this, you have this, to believe in your talent. That, that was what I was going to say. So now I'm listening to the way that you came back with um because you can't let that slide, man. You talking about building the station, but just like with the hair club for men, not right. only are you the owner, but you're a client. So then you got the radio station still going on, the late night, love after dark. So talk to us about the station. Uh I mean about the show, man. And then tell us about some of these interviews you had going because Look, man, I told you I was on the way when Daniel Jones came up there, man, so I can try to be in the group, man. Well, I mean, Love After Dark came from from from, from an aspect that I originally put together uh, back in 2016, which wasn't, you know, wasn't my show, but, you know, it was just, you know, before I stepped from behind the scenes, mm-hmm. it was just an idea that I had, like, let's do a quiet song, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, the DJ at the time, you know, he was doing quiet song, but he was doing Southern Soul. I was like, yeah, I get it, but this is not my vision for a quiet storm. Mm. Southern soul is not my vision. I don't believe in it. I mean, not to take anything away from Southern soul, but I'm like, man, if you're playing, if you're playing Zydeco during a quiet storm, eh, I, I, I can't get with that. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I'm like, you know, let, let, let's 86 this show. Let me step from behind the scenes. Let me get in the forefront and let me do what I want to do with the quiet storm. So back in 2017, I reached out to the legendary, the original voice of the night, the legendary Rudy V. 
the original OG of the Quiet Storm from back in Magic 102. You know, Bryce Kim brother, you know, the OG of all OGs of, of, of slow dance here in Houston. So I reached out to him, you know, my big brother. You know, I was like, man, look, I'm, I'm getting ready to do a slow jam. I need your help. What, you know, what do you suggest I should do? He's like, well, what are you trying to do? Are you trying to come up with a name or are you trying to come up with a concept? I'm like, nah, I got the concept down pack. I know what I want to do, but I want to come up with a name. He's like, well, what about Love After You know, he gave me a couple of names, and yep. within the names was Love After Dark. Come on. Now. I said, no, I like Love. I love it. Love After Dark. That That's it. That's what I want to do. So, you know, Rudy V, you know, he, he, you know, he gave me the name, you know, Love After Dark. So I rolled with it. And, you know, I got to playing, you know, slow jam after slow jam. But, you know, <clears throat> fast forward, you know, to 2020, you know, I just kind of, you know, got a different vision by a good friend of mine. And, you know, she, she, uh, she was like, you know, you should do this and, you know, you should do that. And you should do a, a segment called Intimate Conversation, you know, yeah. just kind of do it like, Steve Harvey does. Shout out to Uncle Steve, you know, how he does his closed segments of his show. I decided to do a closed segment of my show called mm -hmm. Into the Conversation. You know, just give love advice and, you know, whatever God takes now. me to do that, you know, is, is where, you know, love after dark goes. Hey, man. Now, now, since you've been doing that for the 2020, and I'm going to put you on the spot right here. Who has been the best guest to date from the old school, man? Uh, just the old school. Because I'm thinking about a uh, brother from Full Force. You know, oh, so man. many players on there, man. I called my brother today. Yeah. And I told him to watch. I told him to watch the show. Yeah, man. But I would have to say, man, my best interview to date is two people. Two people. The legendary that we call Mr. Beggar. I call him the original Key Sweat. Come on. Mr. Lenny Williams. Yeah, man. Come on now. That that's my I would have to say that's my very first interview that I love. But my second and my most favorite interview is by Paul Anthony of the legendary view full force. Yeah, man. Just fun. And me and him are like this today. Me and my big brother, you know, Paul Anthony of the legendary group full force. Me and that's my big brother, man. I call my big brother all day. He can call me any day, man. That's 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 big homie. Yeah. So you know, funny story is after me and Paul Anthony, you know, after I interviewed him, you know, we became you know real good friends. You know, he you know he would hit me up, hey, tell me what you think about this song, that song. Come on, now. Come on, man. And then he was like, you know, I'm looking to manage you know an an artist. Who do you have in mind? I was like, man, that's Big Brother. That's the OG. That's Paul Anthony. I cannot bring him anything bootleg. I can't, yeah. I got to bring him the real of the real. Got to come with it. Yeah, I got to come full force. Shout out to full force. You yeah. see how that's going full hey, force. Hey, man, pun intended. So, you know, I, I, I shot him out. A, a young lady, my little sister, Akana Davies, out of, out of Dallas, Texas, you know, shot him, you know, her info. So now he's currently managing her. Okay. So that was through me that they met. Yeah. You know, so Paul Anthony called me the glue. So I'm like, man, look, hey, if I'm the glue, I'm the glue. But, you know, as long as I put, you know, it's all about giving back. It's all about reach one, teach one. That's it, bro. 
That's it, man. Well, look, this, this is what we're gonna do. Um, I want to get into a word from the sponsor, man, and then when we get back, um, let's start, like you say, giving back. And I want to kind of kind of get back to why I do this podcast, man. And then I know you got some information that you're gonna drop on us, man. So oh, you know, man. You know, hey, hey, well, let's do this. Let we'll be right back. Get it. Man, big shouts out to Mr. Frickles, man. Um, the dude is in over 100 stores right here in H-Town. Black on, brother. Man, the boy is, is trapping, selling, play with pickles, DJ. Oh, that's the pickle, brother. Yeah, man. Come on, man. Look, man, the boy is trapping. Hey, that brother go hard. Look, man, the boy's in the game, man. So we had to represent for that Frickles, man. But oh, that's, I'm still I, – I need another round of them pickles. Hey, that's what I'm saying. Look, I, I'm going to get with him this weekend. Um. So, so just jumping back into it, man. Um, as a veteran in the game, you always think about new artists. Uh, even as we manage the page, so many artists that email, or, "Can y'all play this song?" Or, "What do we? What? How can I do this?" What are some of the ways you've seen artists get their records in the hands of the DJ? Uh, and and which one of those ways is really the easiest or the most efficient, in your opinion, as old school? Well, see, I mean, I always take it back to the club days. Yeah. You got to give your music to the DJ. Yeah. But you have to be willing to pay the DJ. Mm -hmm. You have to be willing to make an investment on yourself. As an artist, you have to be willing to make an investment. Mm -hmm. You know, too often in times we see artists shoot the DJ, try to shoot the DJ some music. Hey, man, check out my music for free. Okay, nothing is free under the sun. You know, the game is to be sold, not told. So if yeah, I play your music, what am I getting out of it? I don't know if your music is going to be a bomb or going to be a smash, you know, smash or pass. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But that's my job on the line. Yeah. I need some kind of compensation for you to, for me to, you, you know, for me to play you. I need some kind of compensation. So if you go to the club, the club DJs is what makes or break up artists. Mm -hmm. You know that that that's my philosophy. If you, if you want to get your music sold, man, you got to hit these spots, man. And, and shit, if, if if it costs you a couple, you know, if it costs you fifty dollars, a hundred dollars to to for the DJ to play it, I mean, that's what it is. Yeah, man. If DJ play the DJ know is is gonna know when to drop your track. Mm. But if you know if if everybody jumps into the dance floor when your music is banging. That's when you know you got a hit. If nobody jumps on the dance floor when you shoot the DJ some music, and you know your music yeah. is, is not banging, but you can't you can't blame the DJ. The DJ only go play with hot. Okay, man, that's that old school test right there, man. It don't get no realer. <laughs> you know that, that that's, just, that's I mean I grew up watching Norby Cole. Yeah. You know, when we back at Club Oasis, I used to be up on the DJ RB Cola. RB Cola used to be like, "Man, hey, look, I give you thirty dollars if you get if you get up out my face." Come on, man. I'm just trying to learn. I'm just trying to learn how he DJ at the club. Mm -hmm. He's like, "Man, look, I give you thirty dollars, you get up out my face." I, I would take the thirty dollars and go buy me a drink. Go buy him a drink, and I would stand right behind him again. 
Man. Yeah, I mean, you just ain't going nowhere, are you? I'm like, because I'm trying to learn. Yeah. And that's yeah, it. I mean, came in crates. Hey, that, that, that was one of the things they said old school did, man. You got to carry these crates. But that was yeah, really paying your dues. I carried the crates, but I learned. Yeah. I learned what he was thinking and I learned what the crowd was thinking. And so, and so when you're thinking about just being in the streets, man, I, I think about the street team. So big shout out to Sabrina, <laughs> who we got Velvet, Lord Nicole, um, who who really just out and, and putting the brand in, in the streets, man, going to the events. But these days, man, people can jump on social media and, and really just blow their record up without even having a street team. As, as an old school DJ who, who just came up in that era, how much are you still valuing putting together that street team versus building yourself on social media? I mean, it's a blessing and it's a curse. Yeah. You know, you got to have your street team. Your street team is the people that go out there and, and, and it's in front of people's faces. You know, that's that's the blessing of it. The courage can be the social media because now you got people behind the scenes pushing when they want to push. If it works, it works. If it don't, it don't. But it, to me, my philosophy is if you're saving people's faces, they're going to recognize the real. So you gotta stay in people's faces, but they gotta you gotta be as as a street team person. And I was I was part of the street team back in the day too, though. So I know how I know how all, all angles of radio work because I was once that cat. Yeah. But if you're hungry, I'm hungry to become the personality. So if I'm hungry to become the personality, what can I do to benefit myself to make it to the next level? So if, if if I'm a street team person, hey, look, I'm in your face. I'm trying to take the most pictures. I'm trying to take, hey, I'm trying to plug you as much as I can. If you behind the scene just pressing the button and you lazy, you ain't going nowhere in this industry. I'm sorry. That ain't going to have a street team personality. Whatever position you hold on radio, you ain't going nowhere. Come on, man. You got to be hungry. Yeah, that's it, brother. I, I, I totally agree, man, because – uh, these days, there's so much noise, man, everywhere. So then you really got to be able to set yourself out. But I think that only comes with consistency uh, strategically. Uh, but but main thing is being hungry, though, man. Just just wanting to eat, you know? But that's all it is. Yeah, man. And so then when it comes down to the business, I, I think about new DJs just coming out the game, fresh out of college. How, in your opinion, do they go about landing that first gig or do they follow in DJ Pie Piper's footsteps and build their own house? Well, see, the thing about DJs is, you know, when you're fresh in the industry, you want to yeah. go to the major. Okay. You know, when I say the majors, it's like your 97 out of the box, your Magic 102, your 937 to be, you know, shout out to, you know, my girl, my sister, Keisha Nicole, shout out to my girl, you know, my sister, uh, Carmen Contreras. You know, those are my sisters, and I love them to death. It ain't got to do with, you know, it's not a, a a disrespect. You know what I'm saying? I love my sisters. They love me, and it is what it is. You know, they could be at one brand. I'm at the other brand. But my thing is, I mean, if you're a DJ, all you can do is submit, submit your, your, your mix yeah. to the program director of that station or whoever is the hiring person of that station. 
or whoever is the music director, whoever is in charge of hiring the DJs at that particular station, mm -hmm. submit your mix to them. If they like your mix, they're going to call you. Yeah. You know, but be consistent in these streets. Make a name for yourself. Make a buzz for yourself. Because if you're DJ XYZ and nobody knows you, mm. why should I call you? You can have the best mix of the mix, but if you're not, you know, you could be, you could have the next mix in the whole world. But if you're not DJ XYZ making all this noise in the streets, nobody mm. here. I'm not gonna call you. Yeah. But your social nowadays is social media game. What is your social media media? Yeah. What is your social media numbers look like? Who are you buzzing to? If you're a DJ, who are you catering to? Who have you opened up for? Who is, who are some of the clubs that you listen to? Where can I go check you out live at? If you don't have none of that, I'm not going. You're not in this in this game. Mm. If you don't have a name already for yourself, I'm not going to go check you out. Yeah, you're irrelevant to me. Yeah. You got to have some kind of buzz. You got to make me follow you. You got to make me chase you. If you don't make me chase you, I'm not gonna chase you. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. Yeah, come on, man, straight game right there, though. Uh, uh, because uh, you know, and I think that's the way for people with the um, with the record deals these days. You know, they're saying you're not really coming off the street and getting that record deal without having to put in that work. I want to find you, not you come looking for me. But that all comes from you creating that buzz in the street. Uh, and being consistent, like you said, just putting out that work, man. Exactly. Yeah, man. Now, yeah, it's just like artists. It's just like artists. I mean, you know, you're, you're new to the game. I mean, if you want to be an OG, if you want to get discovered by the OGs, you know, make a name. I mean, you know, if you want to get played on radio, make radio chase you. Don't chase radio. Radio won't come follow you. If you got the hits, radio won't come chase you. Radio won't discover you. Yeah. That's it, brother. Man, if so now talking about the day, um, we got the Peter Allen day, man. What, what I, last year, uh, that was the day of the show, and then we was also over on uh Richmond, uh, for mm -hmm. event that day too, uh, because Raz B it was with Raz B. So, man, talk about when is the day, how did you even get the day, and then what are some of the events? Well, to get to get the day, you have to be nominated. You know, a couple of people have to promote you and, and shout you out and, and make it, but you know, make it do what it do on that end. And then, you uh -huh. know, it's up to the mayor's office on, you know, what, you know, they're going to give you your day or they're not going to give you your day. So, you know, my day just happened to fall on April 8th, which is a month before my day, before my birthday, which, you know, my birthday is May 8th. You know, it just happened to come a month before. So I'm like, hey, that's a blessing. I'll take it, you know. April was always been a good month to me. So I was like, well, you know what? I'll take April. It's all good. Yeah, no. you know, April's been good to me. So I'll be good to April. So, you know, the first I got my I got my day back in what was that, 2019? Mm. 2019 is I believe when I got my day. So, you know, we was, you know, hitting that, you know, the, the pandemic, the COVID. So, you know, we couldn't I couldn't really do what I wanted to do. Yeah. You know, 2020. You know, we're still going through the pandemic, so I, you know, couldn't figure out what we wanted to do. So, you know, 
2021 fell, I was like, okay, well, you know what? I think we're opening up and I think yeah. we can do a couple of things. What can I do to make Pure Holiday significant? Mm. So I was like, well, you know what? The music industry has always been good to me. So I think I need to be good back to them. So I'm like, well, you know what? I got a good relationship with Rasby. Shout out to my nephew, Rasby. You know, we're good friends. You know, we're good homies. I hit Rasby up. I was like, look, come to Houston. You know, my day in the city, you know, I'm your uncle. You're my nephew. You know, we got love going on, you know, whatever. It is what it is. A lot of people had showcases going on. I was like, okay. A lot of people got showcases going on, but what are you really reaping from from these awards, from these you know showcases? You're not really reaping anything. You know, you get studio time, you get photo shoots, but you're not really getting anything. So I was like, well, what can I do to make to make it different? Yeah. So I called Brad's B. I was like, hey, look, if you're looking for artists, man, to work with you, man, look, I know a lot of people. In the industry, man, that, that that's more than willing to come through and do what they do. But what I told every artist, I'm like, look, you're gonna come through, you're gonna perform for Ravi, you're gonna perform for 953 Jams. Mm-hmm. I'm not guaranteeing you anything. And it just so happened a young artist by the name of Jay Humble, you know, shout out to my niece, Brasby, you know, she caught Brasby's eye. You know, now her and Rasby are doing things together. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like Paul Anthony told me, Paul Anthony told me, it's like, man, P, you're the glue to this industry. Yeah. He's like, because you reached, you know, because I asked you, who can I, you know, who can I manage? And you told me Lacana Davies is the artist that I need to work with. Yeah. And now they working together. They are, you know, all them working together. So it's like, okay, on, well, you know, Rasby and, and Jay Humble. They do. They kind of doing the same thing that you know, Paul Anthony and, and Akana Davis is doing. So I was like, okay, well, if I'm the clue, then every year I need to be doing something similar. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't. You know, when I tell these artists, I can't guarantee you that you're going to get a record deal, and I can't guarantee you that this artist is going to like you. But what I can do is put you in the face of this artist. Yeah. Now, what you do after that is, you know, like that old oh, saying, you see the horse hey, look. Yeah. make you drink. Yeah. You know. That's, that's it. Back in the day, what did say? I'm going to get you the thing. conversation. I can, I, can, I can walk you to the water, but I can't. Yeah. You know, it is what it is. You got to sell yourself. That person believe in you, cool. So, you know, man, just give me a shout out. Look, man, what's next for you? What's next oh, for man, the 953 brand? I mean, what's next for me personally, you know, Love After Dark is syndicated. Yeah. I'm the first Houston syndicated quiet storm show to go to go syndicated. I'm the very first. Come on now. So I take pride in that. Yeah. You know, what's next for 95.3 Jam? I mean, what's next for, for my show is to keep growing. And, and by the end of the year, I plan on having 11 syndicated stations carry my show come on now you know god spoke that into existence and, and that's what i'm gonna do what's next for 95.3 jams is just to keep growing growing 
you know, keep doing what we do and, and keep pushing the envelope and, and 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 become bigger and better. You know, but hard work makes the dream work. You know, yeah. we gotta keep pushing and we can't be, you know, we gotta keep pushing and we gotta keep striving. We can't be biased amongst each other, you know. Yeah. We can't say, you know, oh, I'm gonna be Michael Jordan. Yeah. But I don't want you to be Michael Jordan. Yeah. We all gotta share Michael Jordan's title. You know, should to, to to share Michael Jordan's title. You know, somebody got to be Michael Jordan. Somebody yeah. got to be Dominique Wilkins. Somebody yeah. got to be Isaiah Thomas. Somebody got to be Barry Bird. Mm. That's what makes the dream work works. We all got to play our part. Yeah. Well, we can't be biased toward each other. Dream work makes the team work. Yes, sir. And that's that's what ninety five three dance. That's my philosophy. Yeah. For ninety five three dance, in order to grow, it's gonna take us a minute. But it's all good. He will laugh last. That's best. Yeah, that's it, brother. That's my philosophy. So look, man, give us the contact information. How do we find you? How And what are the show times? How do we get locked in, man? Man, you can follow me at, on Instagram. You can follow me at Real DJ Pod Piper. My show is at Love After Dark Radio Show on Instagram. Those are my two Instagrams. On Facebook, you can follow me at Peter Allen, P-T-E-R-A-L-L-E-N. And then you can go to Love After Dark Come on, man. on Instagram and become a, a, a page member on there. And th those are the four ways you can find me. That's it, brother. Man, well, look, man, I want to say thank you again for uh, taking some time out the busy schedule, man. I know you pushed it a little bit to the limit tonight, man. Oh, oh man, exclusive, man. You know, you know, okay. you know hey, if, 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 if Uncle Marshall had his shades on, I got to have my shades. That's what I'm saying, man, at the limit tonight, man. Come on, man. Official shy lights, man. Uncle Marshall, you know, shout out to him. Yeah, man. So uh, I just want to say thank you, man. Um, you know, I want to say thank you, too, man, because you've done a great job on, on the, you know, the 93 Jams platform, man. Yes, Appreciate you it, keep brother. us well-educated, man. And I, I love your show, man. So Thank you, brother. You know, keep doing what you're doing, man. And I see number greatness. I mean, not only as an educator, man, you know, having your podcast and having your radio show, man, but I see you going very far in this industry, man. And, you know, anything that I could do to help you, man, to, Look, you know, man. to make you succeed along this journey, man, I got you. I appreciate you, man. And, and make sure y'all keep following KTTV, man. And, 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 you know, keep locked for this brother because his brother going somewhere, man. Hey, man. I, I co-sign on him. Right, look, man, I accept it. And I claim it. Ain't that what they say you got to do, right? That's you got to co-sign, man. Hey, so, man. You got to drive man. Just let me drive it on Sundays. Hey, I got you, brother. Hey. All right. Hey. All right, right y'all. Hey. You know, keep up? doing your thing, young brother. You know, I appreciate anything it. Anything that I can do to help you, man, and, you know, in, in this industry and, you know, you be a part of the, you know, the 95.3 Jazz platform and, you know, my platform. And I appreciate you for believing in me yeah, man. and, you know, and rock with me. You yeah. know, cause a lot of brothers will get discouraged. A lot of brothers and sisters will get discouraged, you know, during this transition, man. But, hey. Look, man, we're pushing it, man. We ain't got no – look, man, I don't know no other way, man. We go hard. You know, <laughs> hey, I'm tuning into you every Sunday, man. Hey, okay. Man, you go hard in pain, uh, man. I learn from you. Yeah, that's it, brother. That's what we got to do, man. Dang, that's what right, it is, man. man. All right, y'all. This is KT for KT TV signing out. 100.
This is Darnell Broadcast Houston. This is Dr. Tamara Beckford. Hey, this is Candace. This is London Underwood. This is Kirsten Bass with Inner City Greens, and you're watching. Y'all are now tuned in to KTTV. KTTV. KTTV.